Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yes, it is a lovely morning, isn't it? Now, more of The Morning Shift. The Morning Shift on 92.9 The Game is presented by the Georgia Hemp Company. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Welcome back in. It's 7 o'clock hour. It's the morning shift. Mike Johnson, Squid Billy, Bo Morgan. Not like we don't have anything to discuss today. Uh, obviously, the news coming down last night about Arthur Smith's firing. Phone lines are wide open today, 404-726-0929. Uh, we've had an interesting range of calls, right? Some people want to find who's to blame. Some people want to want to figure out where there was missteps. Some people point to what's uh, next in the future, who you need to go after what the quarterback position is going to look like. There's a lot of questions. I'll say this much uh, as we head into our second hour here. My emotions about Arthur Smith very much followed, I think, Arthur Blank's emotions about Arthur Smith. I'll just say that. Like, I feel like when he came out, what was it, four games ago and said, barring a collapse, I think he would probably be back. Right? That was kind of what was leaked out of the front office. I thought the same thing. Barring a late-season collapse, I think he, you know, earned that right. And then there was a late-season collapse. You lost two teams you can't lose to, and you lost must-win games. And not only that, the last two were extremely ugly. Extremely ugly. Yeah, you can't get blown you can't out. Do that. You can't do that. That's what I – and that's and, – and you weren't here. It was after the – we had three games left. It was after it was, it was after the Carolina game that happened. Yeah. Uh, you were luckily on vacation. <laughs> Probably was. Um, and I said, look, you can't get blown out. I mean, you can't get embarrassed is the word, actually the word I use, embarrassed. And what happened in Chicago was an embarrassment. And yesterday was another embarrassment. You, you know, coming out, you're tied at 17, and, and you, you get the ball to start the second half, and you just – it just all – every – the nutshell of what the last two years has been played out in the last – really the last half. You said the whole game. I think more – of everything that was wrong with this team played out in the second half yesterday of, of the last two years. What's been wrong with turnovers? The offense doesn't move the ball. Um, just it feel, you know, you just not making plays that were there to make, and and that and that was that was pretty much it. Uh, if you don't lose to Chicago last week like you do, maybe if you you know maybe we're talking about a different outcome today, as far as where the season is, but it you just. It can't. You can't. It. It. That's. That's the business. And Arthur Smith had a chance to be here this moving in next year, and he didn't get it done. He'll be the first one to tell you that. Yeah. Um. So. 
Uh, let's head to the phone lines, uh, get a couple calls in before we do the Ritter report. All right, let's go to uh, Dwight in Atlanta. Dwight, what's going on, buddy? Good morning. Dwight, you got us? All right, Dwight's not there. Let's go to uh, – let's try Lonnie in Jackson. Lonnie, Lonnie, what's up, buddy? Morning. Hey, good, good morning. Thank you all for taking my call. Yeah, man. Hey, I feel like, you know, right now about having to, uh, having to get a new head coach, we might as well draft a rookie quarterback. I feel like if Arthur Smith had a stage, it would have been good to go in for it and try to get a veteran quarterback, you know, because he's been winning now mode. But might as well bring in a, 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 a rookie quarterback – with a new head coach, give him, you know, five-year plan, try to get it together. Because, yeah. I mean, you got to give him something to work with. Because, I mean, if we don't get a quarterback, we're going to be in the same position that we are right now looking for another head coach. Yeah. So no need in going back through this science cycle again, you know, bringing in a veteran, having it for a year or so, and it don't work out. And, you know, the fans complaining about, you know, we're not winning. Lonnie, who do you like? Lonnie, what rookie, what, what quarterback coming out in the draft do you like? Is your, Who's your guy? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I really – everybody hollering about Michael, Michael Pinks. I mean, he's kind of injury-prone to me. Uh, Jaden Daniels would be my, you know, would be my quarterback if I, if I had to say so. Yeah, uh, I, I think but, he's the know, unicorn for Falcons fans right now, as, as far I mean, as the draft so it, it, It's kind of hard to say right now. I mean, but I just know we got to hit on this draft pick. You know, it, yeah. it can't be a miss. So I completely agree. I'm, whatever you know, Arthur and you know uh, Terry and them come up with, you know, it, it got to be a hit, you know, because I mean we've been we've been missing on the late uh, on the drives lately. So I mean I'm just gonna sit back and be patient, you know, and just see what they're gonna do. I got trust in the organization. Right. I just you know I hate Arthur, I hate Arthur Smith had to lose his job, but it's about what have you done for me lately? You know he haven't done anything lately. All right, thanks for the call, uh, yeah. Lonnie. Thanks for that's the call. A, that's, that's a perfect that's, call. It's a very sensible call. Perfect, perfect call. Um, I thought it was interesting. He, he he used when he was taught when Lonnie was talking about draft a quarterback, give the next coach a five year plan. I think that's an interesting uh, a use of of the timeline. I, I don't think I think five years. Some t- to me, it's four years for a head coach. If you're, in a, be, yeah. if you're in a situation similar to where you, if you're either A, in a complete rebuild like we were, or B, you're starting with a rookie quarterback, um, this, this, but this is one that I, I can, I think is justified the way the three year, only getting three years because of the amount of money you spent to fix and the way you had seemingly built this team to where you were ready to win this year. I understand it. You just got one position wrong. But I agree. I, I look. If you're going to start over with a head coach, unless there's a quarterback you're going and paying, and that's and going into his second contract, which now you're 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 setting your timeline forward. I think you go get a get a young guy. I don't see the point not to. Had it been Arthur Smith back, I would have wanted Kirk Cousins. Just going to throw that out there. I would have wanted Kirk Cousins. I think he would have been. It would have been sensible for the money and for his age, but. He's not back, and so I, I'm kind of with Lonnie on that. I think well, it's, it's kind of time to start over. Well, here's what a rookie quarterback allows you to do. You can go spend all your money on free agency to make everything around him as good as it can get. Right. And then That's you what have Arthur that Smith guy. was trying to do. Yes, that's, that's what exactly he was what he's trying to do. Um, Just pick the wrong guy. By the way, this hour brought to you by Zero Risk, smart, lasting, clean. Yesterday after the game, Desmond Ritter caught up with Dave Archer. This is the Falcons Quarterback Report. Brought to you by Jim Ellis Key of Kennesaw, where you can always expect the best. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
There's so many really good plays on the offensive side of the football. You guys came out fast. Tell me about that first half, and then we'll talk about maybe what happened in the second half. Yeah, I mean, obviously we came out, and that's probably the fastest we start all year, um, being able to go out there, two big drives, and then obviously then the second drive, you know, one play. Uh, but just being able to go out there, put points on the board, um, and, you know, when we came back out in the second half, you know, it just wasn't the same. Uh, obviously, you know, coming out, throwing that pick, uh, you know, never really saw him. They baited me into a trap corner. Uh, never really saw him, threw it up, obviously picked it, and then, you know, from there we were never able to get anything going. Well, you got the, you got a little bit of it. You got an answer drive where it down, you're down 31-17. You get down there close. I get you four downs from the 10-yard line. Walk me through how big a scenario did you guys feel like that was? You feel like the game might have been in the balance right there? I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, we knew that we had to go down there and score, and if we didn't score, that, you know, they were like they had done all of the game. Uh, time of possession, um, you know, was, I'm sure, a little on the lopsided edge, but, um, yeah, we knew that they were going to go be able to, to just kind of, you know, take time off the clock. Um, so we needed to get that score. Obviously, there's a lot of things that are going to happen in the offseason. You don't have any control over those kind of things. Tell me about the season and all the things you learned as a first-year starter. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good, a lot of bad. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you can learn from both. Um, and so that'll be the biggest thing and be able to go back, um, look at all the games, uh, both the good and the bad, and just be able to learn from them and get better. Thanks for your time, bud. Thank you. That's D. Reedy, the Cincinnati kid, with Dave Archer after the game yesterday. You can tell uh, just a, a somber moment, I think, uh, because of everything going on around that team, around him. I, I only can imagine he didn't play up to his own um, expectations, I guess is the right word. Didn't play very well, specifically in the second half. Uh, just a, a bad pick, another bad underthrow on the um, on the shot on third and one, which that was one of the that – that, that, that third and one call where they take a shot down the field, I hated that at that time. Yeah. I realized, I think he felt like the game was slipping away, but I thought, man, let's sustain a drive and try to keep the defense off the field for just another minute at least before you, you turn the ball back over. That's a good one that nobody's even talked about. Everybody, uh, I've heard the one in that where he misses Bajan in the end zone. Right. Which is on Desmond. He's late, and he That's throws terrible. the ball. It's an awful throw. And, and the, throws, the ball is way – the ball's got to be the outside there, yeah. and it's, it's an inside throw. It allows the defender to, to – you really bring the defender back into play there. It was uh, similar to the Gardner Minshew yesterday, it, or yeah, when when he tries to uh, hit the running back in the flat for the big fourth down, yeah, and didn't get him through it behind him. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines real quick. Let's get one more call in before we get to break. Let's head to Dexter out in Covington. Dexter, man, good morning. What's up, guy? How y'all doing, man? Good, man. What's up, Dex? Hey, to me, it don't matter who we get in. Let's get a coach. Let's get a quarterback, and let's get some wins. We've been. You know, I've been drowning this seven and ten, uh, seven and nine for years, at least six years. Let's just get somebody in here, man, where we can have a team that can compete. I know Arthur Smith gone. We got to get somebody in here, man. That I mean, it just it it makes you want to cry when you turn your TV on, and you we can't even get in the playoff when we had chances. Yeah. We had a bunch of chances, man, and just get a team, get a coach. Yeah, get a quarterback mm. and play some ball yeah. and be a contender. The South was up for grabs, mm. and we got grabbed. Mm. And, and, so, and just a good point, Dexter. I think it'll be up next year thanks too. For the call, buddy. I really I th- look. I don't think the South is the South to me is still a division in flux. That's what I'm saying. If you can find your your CJ Stroud, and I'm using that example for one reason specifically, because the Texans were a debacle. For the last five years, back from the Bill O'Brien's next to last year there. And they hired the right guy in D'Amico. But they also, the one thing they did, look, D'Amico Ryan's as good as a coach as I think he is. 
he'd have been hard-pressed to win without the guy under center, and he's got the right guy under center. He does, uh, and that goes back to why I will be on the Bobby Slowick train, and I think he's going to be a hot name, and obviously there's a number of teams that will be looking for head coaches. I think you'll hear Bobby Slowick. I think you'll hear Ben Johnson. I think you'll probably hear Todd Munkin. Eric Bieniemy's name will pop up once Todd again. Todd Munkin's a weird one for me because he's a, he's bounced around the NFL. Um, and here's the thing that I'm going to tell people, though, and even with Bobby Slowick, who I, I'm on board with, a lot of people in this city had a problem with Arthur Smith being the play caller and the head coach. So if you go hire Bobby Slowick, a Todd Munkin, you know, be the play caller. they're going to be the play caller, no, too. Are. So be careful with that because those are the kind of guy. Now, you can say well, that would be the same with any OC. No, no, no. Those guys are special specifically because of their hands-on approach with their offense. My thing with Todd Munkin will be, uh, we got to get a break, but my thing with Todd Munkin will be, I don't think the scheme he runs in Baltimore fits the personnel that you have under contract in Atlanta. When you look at his offensive line, when you look at some of his players, I would love to just remake everybody, right? I mean, I, I think if, if you could, if you're drafting 22 new guys, I think that he's he might be the guy. But I think you have to have a head coach that at least semi fits the fact that you're playing your right guard 21 million, anyways, 304, right? You don't have the guys that you have in Baltimore, so that's going to be something it's to keep a, an eye on. It's got to be a coach that's willing to run their wide zone, doesn't it? it I, I think it has to be with the guys you have under contract. If not, you're getting ready to eat some serious salary cap. Again. Yeah, again. That's not what you want. This hour brought to you by Zero Res, smart, lasting, clean. We come back. The phone lines are still wide open, 404-726-0929. If you're on the line, hang on, and we'll get to In the Huddle on the other side of the break. It's the morning shift. Mike and Bo hanging out with you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Good morning. More of the morning shift with Tiffany, Mike, and Bo on Sports Radio 929 The Game. It's time to huddle up. Bring it in close. Bring it in close. The latest NFL news, rumors, reports, and happenings within the huddle on the morning shift. Get at the heart of the NFL with the In the Huddle podcast. Former offensive lineman Brian Baldinger and NFL insider Jason Lockenford team up with the man who pulls no punches 
Carl Dukes. They take you around the league and give you the inside scoop on the storylines that matter the most and dive deep on the mashups that determine who wins and who loses. New episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Follow In the Huddle on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Speaking of matchups, got a couple of big ones coming up this weekend, my friend. Uh, you remember my um, my trust in the Eagles Friday on Fair or Foul? <laughs> Jalen Hurts' finger has made made me want to rescind that because what Jalen Hurts is the key to them. He's yes. So it's putting it mildly. If if he's definitely not Marcus Mariota. If, if <laughs> Yeah. If his finger on his throwing hand is not not well, I don't trust him. And so much for that great defense with all those Georgia Bulldogs they have. Oh, don't start that They're today. bleeding right don't now. Don't start that today. I mean, it, it, it is, it is, um, it's been a bad scene. <laughs> Jalen Carter going to be a defensive rookie of the year, probably. No, Look I, at the odds. Look I, at the odds. Vegas odds say he is. You know, here's the deal. Well, I think he's played good, but the – the defensive tackle for the Rams has played better. Pretty solid. Co- is it, it's, it's Kobe, is it Tippin? I think is his name? Something like that. Type, um, yeah. He's got more sacks, I think more tackles for loss. He's Now, you can tell me that he plays next to Aaron Donald, but I'll tell you that Jalen Carter plays next to Jordan Davis Pretty and good Fletcher Cox. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and one of the, the, you know, going into the year, probably the best overall defensive line, not named San Francisco in the league. Speaking of the Rams, how about their matchup this weekend? Uh, you're going to get Jared Goff against Matt Stafford. And that in that matchup, uh, the Rams will head up to Detroit. That is going to be. It it, it really frustrates oof. me that Sam Laporta got carted off yesterday. Has a sprained, so a sprained MCL. So brutal. Because I like to have seen both the I like to see teams at full strength in the, in the playoffs unless my team's playing you. And then I hope you have no one. But um, I, I hate to see see Laporta miss this playoff game because he's so pivotal to their offense. There's so much to do with these playoffs about good health, right? I, I mean, you saw the Dolphins kind of go for it against the Bills, put everything out on the table. Uh, they, you know, could not come away with that game. Uh, and now they're going to match up and head to Arrowhead and get a first-round matchup with the Chiefs. So that's not going to be any fun. Uh, they had didn't, dealt with a number of issues yesterday. Tua didn't look great. The Bills, I, I mentioned this yesterday to go forth in the pregame. The Bills are just too physical right now for Miami. That's the bottom line. Miami has to find a next gear in terms of physicality. I want to say it's 10 of the last 11. 10 of the last 11 the Bills have beaten the, uh, the Dolphins, and, and there's a reason why. They have a they have a physicality and attitude, and I would say both those teams kind of fit what their cities are right now. I, I think my I think Tua, Mike McDaniel is the cool factor. It's Miami, it's South Beach, it's South Florida, and Josh Allen is like blue-collar, n- you know, north part of New York, Buffalo. And when it comes down to playoff time, you want the gritty dude. Josh right? Allen is going to – put the ball out there at times where only he has the arm strength to make the play work. But at times it's going to go against you. He threw two picks early in that game last night, then came away with two touchdowns. Remember the Sean McDermott's window is closed and he'll be fired crowd. Oh uh, yeah. Where are you at? Where are you at? <laughs> How about this, the movie made this, though to, to, to go to Joe Brady? You got to give him credit. Well, yeah. That doesn't mean I want Joe Brady's my next head coach. So go D lad. I saw your list. Take Take Joe Brady <laughs> off of it right now. Take it off. Take it off D. Uh, D lad put a uh, tweet out the other day. He was in the club. He was in the club. He put, he put out a tweet the other night. He was in the club. I was like, man, my guy D lad is just D living crack, it up. D cracks me up. Cause yeah. we'll be at any, this is the, this is the thing I love uh, about D is we'll be in any press box in the, in the country. And he'll see me. Hey, Squid, what's going on? 
<laughs> and it, it'll be all the way across the freaking uh, the, the press box. It's my, that's my dude, man. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's in the huddle. We've got a lot to talk about this week as far as the NFL playoffs go. And um, we'll get to a lot of those matchups. I, I think there's some good ones. Like I said, the Rams and the Rams and Lions me up in uh, Ford Field in, in that setting with Matt Stafford coming back, that's going to be a huge deal. Eagles and Buccaneers will be a, a, another – Interesting one, at least from our standpoint, to kind of follow. Packers and yeah. Cowboys is, is a you know a blue blood kind of matchup. Really uh, glad the first round. Really glad we saved Eagles at Tampa for a Monday night game. Yeah, right. Who you don't you said you believe in the Eagles the other day. I I, I don't believe know. I don't know which one of those teams I, I believe. I believe definitely probably not the Bucks. Though. I don't believe in the Eagles if Jalen Hurts has a bum throwing hand. That was ugly, dude. Um, that was not the way that finger's supposed to bend. And AJ Brown, I think, got injured as well. Right. So yeah. so. That that makes me less believable, but yeah, I always I'm always gonna say I believe in a team that plays well in the trenches. All right, let's go uh, back to the phone lines uh, to a member of the mafia, Haitian Dave, my friend, man. Thanks for hanging on with us. Mike's mafia in the building, stand wait, wait, up. Wait. No time it is. Okay then. <laughs> All right, take me out, guys. Take me out. Tell me how you feel about this. I think Ryan Nelson has been has, has been a, a really good job. We elevate Ryan Nelson. Give the uh, offensive play calling. You got to find the OC that can call for some plays. You know what I'm saying? Find the OC because I really think those guys really are dealing with uh, Mr. Mr. Ryan Nilsson. And I love that guy. I'm a defensive guy. Um, and uh, Terrell. AJ Terrell's got to play up to his standards, man. That was, uh, that was terrible. That was absolutely terrible what we saw yesterday. Man, he had a couple, a he had a couple of rough situations yesterday happen to him. He had a bunch of rough situations that, that, <laughs> that didn't do us any good. But, uh, yeah, why you guys feel about raising uh, Ryan Nielsen up to offensive coordinators? Appreciate you guys taking my call. Yeah, thanks, Haitian Dave. Appreciate it. Mike's Mafia, my man. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I don't know how comfortable I am with it just simply from the fact that you have to have somebody that can fix your offense or you're going nowhere. And who is that guy you're going to hire as the OC? It's going to be probably a completely unknown because most of the really good OCs are headed for head coaching jobs. I do – listen, and I'll be honest, the last two weeks might have steered my decision on that because I think you've looked inept the last couple of weeks on defense. When you needed it the most. When you needed it the most. Um, I love Ryan Nielsen. Uh, you know, I think Atlanta fans are going to say they're going to – that call is because of what we haven't had the last – uh, 15 years of defense, maybe hit or miss That's one or point. two years. That's a really good point. Um, you doubled your sack total. Yeah, 17 was the best defensive season I've covered until this year, and I think this one was very – now, that that defense is going to be on record better uh, because you didn't give up 51 points in two games back-to-back uh, combined. Well, actually, I'm sorry. It was more was than that. Say, it was way it more was, than um, that. <laughs> what was I saying? It was uh, – it was uh, seventy something points. It's um, brutal. Seventy nine points when you needed it. No, it's more than that because they scored thirty. I'm off thirty seven, and you lost by fifty one. Is my point. AJ going to get top five money for a corner? I, I, yeah, I think the market bears out. Look, a, you, you don't lose an AJ Terrell um, and and tell me you're better for it. AJ has been the lack of pass rush at times has AJ Terrell has still been able to be a top ten corner and. The, the the interception numbers aren't there, you know. He did get the the at uh, was it the um, at Perry touchdown. Yeah, it looked like it was a little bit of a shove and a slip. Yeah, you know the Clark Phillips Olave one. That's not AJ's fault. AJ got a lot of credit wrongly for what DJ Moore did uh, last week, and it all wasn't on AJ. 
So I, I'll be honest. I don't think AJ is a top ten corner. The problem is if you don't re-sign him to a deal and, and give him the money he wants, then you might not have a top fifty corner. Like that's how I feel about yeah. it. Like they kind of they kind of he's kind of got you there. You, like if you don't re-sign him, a lot of these other guys, the you know the, the people that are on one year deals, the Clark Phillips who had his issues yesterday too. I don't know where you go from there. Go, if AJ Trail's not in the mix. Let me say something. Go back before before the Chicago week and look at what this defense had done. They were a top fifteen passing defense in the league with a not a top fifteen pass rush defense. Let's uh, let's try to get to one more call before we get to break here. Jimbo in Roswell. Jimbo, what's up, man? Good morning. Hey, man, guys. I know we were talking about the Falcons earlier, and really, I, there's one thing I heard in recent weeks. It was that Arthur Smith was like he was kind of liked by the players. Man, the players were playing for him. In the second half of the day, we didn't see that, uh, or yesterday they didn't see that. No. Um, at the end of the day, I think that I know the seven and ten, three years, it, it's awful. But one of the arguments that was made earlier on multiple shows was that who are we going to get that the player is going to buy into? And the thing is, we never gave him a quarterback. Like, who has he really? I mean, Mariota, Ritter, how much did he have influence on that one decision? It's not like you bet your whole coaching three year you know, on one rookie quarterback, we didn't have ball makers. We lost Calvin Ridley. He had a great year for the Jaguars. We increased our defense so awesome. Jesse Bates, holy cow, what a year. We had a great defensive uh, uh, coach this year that we stole from the Saints. It didn't show up today. It didn't show up in the last three games. Arthur Smith, I mean, yeah, he's a FedEx baby. Uh, He went to North Carolina. He played football. He was my brother's fraternity brother, for crying out loud. At the end of the day, the guy didn't really have a a shot to win, in my opinion, with some of it. And I just want to know how much is on him versus Fontenot versus how we drafted. That's kind of my thing, man. I I really believed in the Falcons this year. They said, hey, we're going to throw him away if we don't win the last three games We or if something disastrous happens. You know, I mean, he kind of saved his job with three games to go, and they didn't turn out the way we want. But what I did hear was the players want to play for a coach like him. He obviously was upset, and the Saints coach, uh, I think, even admitted that they didn't mean to score that last second 48 point touchdown like yeah i i I completely agree with what you're saying i I really do uh we got to get to break we'll discuss on the other side i agree with what you're saying the problem is listen i've been in that situation before i've seen coaches fired i had allegiance to those guys but a lot of times the guy they bring in brings you a better situation it's not something you want to hear as a player i promise you that i'll tell you those stories about when coaches i was around Got fired. Also, we'll get back into the Dennis Allen conversation and what he had to say after the game yesterday. That's coming up on the other side. It's the Morning Shift Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 743. I always love when Sake Shapiro does that when he hosts. He comes in straight with the time. 743, Sports Radio 
92.9 The Game. It's the morning shift. Mike, Squid Billy, lots of things to talk about if you're waking up like we did to the news, uh, although you're about, I don't know, what, four hours later than, than I was. Um, uh, yeah, maybe five hours, <laughs> six hours <laughs> we, later than we've been me. up for a while. A lot of coffee <laughs> flowing this morning, obviously. Uh, big show. and got to talk about all the things surrounding the Atlanta Falcons, the disappointing, I, don't, I would say more than disappointing loss yesterday to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, coming up and mic'd up in just a minute, we're going to get into the Dennis Allen conversation, the victory formation that was. The victory formation heard around the world. The issues I had, it, uh, how I felt about Dennis Allen's comments and, and, and honestly Arthur Smith's reaction at the postgame handshake. Not only have I been a player that has felt disrespected, I've actually been a coach in different high school situations that have felt disrespected. But right now, I want to talk about the game yesterday and Arthur Smith being fired last night. I had a lot of flashbacks 2014. Uh, when I was still on the roster for the Atlanta Falcons. Got dinged up during the season. I think we had, I don't know, what, six offensive linemen probably on IR that that year. Yeah, that was the year that Levine Tololo uh, played um, tackle yeah, in Minnesota, in Minnesota yeah. when they were at the plane Peter at the Gophers. Peter tore his ACL that day, and oh. Levine Tololo ended up playing right tackle. That was, a, that was a rough day. Well, Con, It was a rough year as far as that goes. Yeah, that was, um, yeah. Uh, I think Ryan Mar Holmes went out that day too. Ryan maybe? Schrader, mm, Schrader probably got inserted. At was somewhere. Schrader on that fourteen team? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Made some yeah, good that's right because you were his teammate. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a good player for a tiny stretch. Yeah, love Ryan Schrader. He's lost a hundred pounds uh, since his playing career, man. So I'd like to have him. I'd like to talk to him. Now it's off season. When do we get in the off? He's got a season? heck of a story. I'd like to talk to him because I always a good guy, always a humble guy. Very. Um, well, I talked to. I, I said something. Ding. What gets lost in what happened yesterday was the play Chris Lindstrom made. The, the tackle? The game's over. Yeah. The game is over. Woodside comes in, throws that interception to Matthew. He runs down Tyron Matthew. He's leaving the locker room yesterday. And there's nothing here that, 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 that you know, is not private. But I, I looked at him and I said, hey, man, no matter what happened, that was a hell of a play. Yeah. And I have a lot of respect for that. He said, oh, you know, Lindstrom's like a stand-up dude. He's a really nice guy. And uh, I gain. I've all. I've obviously respect him, anyways, because of how good of a player he is. But that was a character play right there. That last Mike Smith game, you just went down and tore New Orleans apart the second to last week. I don't know if you remember that. It's I 30, did. Thirty to fourteen down in the Superdome. So um, everybody's feeling good. OCU Minora makes a big play in the yeah, game at the OC, end of it. Yeah. The problem is early in that season, you went on five game losing streak. Uh, you lost the game against Minnesota, obviously, like the one you're talking about. You lost the next week in New York. Uh, the Bears came to the Georgia Dome and, and and beat you pretty handily, and then you went up to the Ravens and got the tar beat out of you. So you you start looking at matchups. You went down to New Orleans the second, week, uh, second to last week of the season, December 21st, and you won handily by 16. Everybody's thinking, okay, maybe, maybe Mike Smith's job safe. Come back home, Carolina, the last game of the season against Carolina, and you lose 34-3. to and I remember the feeling on the sideline. Uh, Mike Tice was there, obviously. Here's how I felt, though, looking at Mike Smith. I, I loved Mike Smith. And, and I think a lot of – Still do. I, yeah, exactly. A lot of the same feelings the players have now that you heard come out yesterday about Arthur Smith, I felt about Mike Smith. There was also, though, a part of me where I looked at Mike Smith and I thought, I think there's a part of me that, that kind of hoped that he was fired because I, I thought he was going to have a heart attack. I, I, I looked at him and his face and the stress that he was dealing with. I saw a lot of that from Arthur Smith yesterday where I looked at him and I said, dude, it might be good for his own health. I built relationships with Dan Quinn and Mike Smith that I, I did not build 
with Arthur Smith. That's not a knock on Arthur. It's just um, it's just different scenarios. I was around the as much as I'm around the team now. I was around the team even more in those days because of my schedule. That said, Mike Smith had a moment to your point in the middle of the season, maybe maybe middle to the end of the season, where I we I talked to him off the record. I'm not going to say what was said, but I knew that the best thing for him was moving on. Yeah. And because it was it, – every job has a bullying point normally, I think, for people. And when it gets to the point where it's a negative return, then maybe you should, you should you know, move to the next phase. And I talked to Mike Smith when Matt Ryan was traded. And um, I, I texted him – I was doing Dukes and Bell, and I said, hey – I texted him and said, Coach Smith, it's, you know, told him what it was – Want to get you on Dukes and Bell? He doesn't text me back. That was an afternoon. That was a Monday afternoon, I think. And then he calls me the next morning. And uh, I answered, and he was in a doctor's office. He's like, oh, I got to go. He's like, I'll call you back later. He did. He ended up coming on the show the next day. But we we talked for almost an hour. Wow. I, wow. I was just – I'm just a producer, but I right. was with – But Mike Smith and I built a relationship, and he called me for an hour, and I was so happy for him. Right, because he is in a such great spot. He's in a good spot, man. Fly fishing, doing all the stuff. Text living D- the dream. Text DQ when he got let go because I had a really good relationship with him, and I still to this day will text with him. And it's short and sweet, but we inter- we communicate. And those guys at the end were ran out of town, just like every other coach that get that, that loses his job, and that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, I, I felt the same way too going back to college, and a lot of people always point to this. I was recruited under Mike Shula at Alabama. Mike Shula was a guy that I felt like I owed everything to. I was destroyed when he was fired. I was destroyed after the uh, you know the bowl game we had with our interim coach, Joe Kynes. A week later, two weeks later, they hired Nick Saban, and things turned around. And, and so I think a lot, of, a lot of players feel in that way, obviously, about Arthur Smith right now. But at, at some point, like I said, Arthur Smith is probably on to better times as far as his health goes. You, yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Do you remember um, about three weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, when no, it was after the Carolina loss, and all these 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 Alabama social media sites were trolling Georgia fans, saying that the, that Arthur Blank was in talks with Kirby yeah. Smart. <laughs> Do you I don't, think, you I think don't quite think that was it. I don't think it is either. Do you think you think last night or this morning when the when the, there's a, there's a there's a select part of that fan base that woke up and was like better not be calling stay away from Kirby Arthur no, there's a, <laughs> listen that, that, that seems like it Nick's too old for those calls now but it used to happen to him all the time hey let's hit a mic'd up it's time to rant excuse me it's time to rage it's time for mic'd up on the morning shift it was the victory formation touchdown heard round the world I was when I tell you I was seething, seething, very rarely do I watch football games and because professional football games and become that irate. Uh, the New Orleans Saints get down to the one. There's a minute left in the game. They go into victory formation, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, you're going to close out the season. They're going to kneel on it. It's not going to be an issue moving forward. And we're going to have you know conversations about Arthur Smith on the post game and, and all that stuff that kind of goes around with it. It's not what happened. They lined up in victory formation. They hand the ball uh, to Jamal Williams. He scores a touchdown. 
I am seething. Arthur Smith is seething. A lot of people, I don't know if anybody, I mentioned this to you watching the video yesterday. There's another Falcons coach that walks behind Arthur Smith. And if you listen real closely, you can hear his language. It was absolutely hysterical. So I'm seething at this point. I, I, I'm calling for Dennis Allen's job. I mean, I, I am beside myself calling for Dennis Allen's job. I mentioned it on Twitter. I said, that's fine. He'll be, you know, he'll be let go within the next 12 months, too. You know, kick a man when he's down, doing all the stuff that I think a lot of Falcons fans were feeling at the time. I, you and I have disagreed on this, but I want to make sure I play this because I want to give Dennis Allen, in my opinion, the benefit of the doubt. He tried to right the wrong after the game. We should have taken a knee right there. They asked me about getting Jamal a touchdown at the end. I said I wanted to take a knee. We put victory out there, and the guys kind of wanted to get him a touchdown, and they, they did that on their own. That's not that's unacceptable. Arthur, too, pretty upset after He should be. He should be. He should be. Is that the quarterback's responsibility? Look, I think, it was, I think there was a lot of guys that wanted to get Jamal his touchdown. Um, and honestly, I'm not sure exactly what was going on behind that, but other than they wanted him to score a touchdown. So let's move on. Let's go to something else. Yeah, well, I'd love to move on and go to something else. Both of our seasons are over, though, Dennis Allen. But I, I, gotta, I give him credit, man, because I'm just going to tell you right now, the fact that he said he should be is what saved my opinion of Dennis Allen. Well, I'm going to tell, tell you what I feel. He, one of two things is, is true. Either he called for that play and he's, he's playing a little bit of a, a coward, in his press conference. I don't believe that. I, I'm not saying I believe it. I'm saying one or two things have to be true. And and he's not owning up to it. Or, capital O, capital R, or his players don't listen to him. Which, to <laughs> me, might be worse. Because it show, if, if your backup quarterback is not listening to you, you got a problem. That's probably why you're missing the playoffs for, what, second, third straight year under him. You don't do that in the NFL. Second straight year under him. It's, it's, he's two years. He's, he's underachieved. Nothing has changed my opinion about Dennis Allen from who what I saw in, in, in uh, the uh, coach the Raiders to now. None of it, he's a very good defensive coordinator. I think it's fine to have that opinion not, of him as a coach. a head coach. As a person, though, I was getting ready to throw him on the trash heap yesterday until that postgame press. So I'll give him credit for that. I'm still, I'm still seething about the play. Uh, and I think most Falcons fans are. A lot of people saying, hey, if you don't like it, stop them. That's not how victory formation works. That's not how it works. If you want to you score a touchdown, line up and run the ball. Yeah, you don't line up and bash I would, heads I would on have victory no problem formation. Remember Greg Schiano in Tampa a few years ago? He's not mad about running up the score. He's mad about how they did it. Right? And he had every right to be. He's on his way out. Uh, but uh, I was glad. I, listen, I was glad he stood up for him. But that's it. I don't care about them running up the score. I I'm, a, I'm a Steve Spurrier fan. I don't either. But do it in your set offense so I have a chance to stop you. This hour's bre- uh, this hour's been brought to you by Zero Risk, smart, lasting, clean. The phone lines are wide open. 404-726-0929. We'll get those wake up calls coming up on the other side of the break. It's the morning shift, Sports Radio 929 the game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.